0: Hey there, this is Liana and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, conversations with dope women. Okay, so I want to start off by apologizing for what's going to be the quality of this podcast because this is not about it being uh, super produced or anything like that, but it's really just kind of me sharing um, some of my random thoughts right now and the midst of everything that's going on uh, with the coronavirus and just the anxiety and the fear and the panic and the paranoia that has like swept our our, our land and even um, some of our individual hearts, even as Christians, if we're going to be honest. Um, and right now I am outside. I am in L.A. and I'm at what's called the, the Valley Ridge Hill, which is a place where um we come and war- walk and uh, work out and exercise. Many people who live in the community or not far from the community, and um, you know, I'm a gym rat. And um, the gyms in LA are closed right now. And, and initially, I got a little bit of fear, of uh, angst in my heart. I'm like, no, 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 that's my outlet. Um, I've been <laughs> doing so well um, with exercise and um, uh, losing weight and it's just really been sustaining me these past couple weeks and so when I found out the gym was going to be closed um, it really kind of had an impact on me and then I decided Liana you don't have to become a victim to your circumstances which means to me that means you don't always have the control over the actual circumstance but you have power in your own mind in your own decision making power in your heart to decide how you will engage the circumstance un- that you don't necessarily have hundred percent control over meaning I don't have control over this. Sp- I mean over, I mean you have control of the spread of, of the coronavirus in the sense that we practice what the, the laws are, are and the officials are asking us to do social distancing, wash your hands if you're sick, stay at home, that kind of stuff. So yes, we do have control in that sense. I don't have control over the fact that the gym is closing. I don't have control over the fact that it was raining yesterday and I didn't get outside to work out. I I can't always control the factors that are surrounding me. And so then the question becomes, then what can you do within your circumstances? Because most of us can agree and, and accept that there are many things in life that come our way that we have absolutely no control over. And a lot of times when those things happen or when change comes about in a way that we did not desire for it to be, uh, fear, angst, worry, anxiety, all of those things begin to attack our hearts and our mind as if those things are actually gonna change something. Meaning, this is, let me give you an example. A conversation I have with myself when I'm experiencing anxiety is I have to slow myself down And ask myself, Liana, what is this going to produce? Or that's what I say to, um, and if I'm out of breath right now, excuse me, but I'm literally walking this hill and uh, doing this podcast episode at the same time because I just wanted to be real and raw and what's on my mind right now to, to come out and to encourage somebody else right now in the midst of what's going on because this is real and people's anxiety and depression and panic are at an all-time high and my heart really uh, goes out to us as a human race to us as people who are fighting something that's invisible and we don't necessarily feel extremely equipped all the way and so i stopped by to say listen this is the conversation i have to have with myself and then I say to my kids a lot of times, when I say to my kids, I'm a, uh, I used to be a youth pastor, and so I'm still in a relationship with a lot of these kids. And I would ask them, what does it do for you? Like, what does it change when you're done worrying, or even in the midst of it, when all those thoughts are raging through your mind and your body is overwhelmed? Because I don't know about you, but I experience anxiety in my body. Like, I literally can feel it it's like sometimes it's literally like this tingling sensation that rushes through my body and I just start to feel weak sometimes um also it produces like tension in my shoulders my neck I can feel my whole uneasiness just all over me and it just doesn't give me anything it's like i gave the problem a lot of me that's how i feel feel like damn i gave this problem a lot of me i gave this thought a lot of me i gave this situation a lot of me like of my body of my emotions of my space of my time and it didn't give me anything back it didn't give me more peace it didn't give me more joy it didn't give me more clarity come on let's be honest it didn't give me more certainty it surely didn't give me more confidence so what did it give me because i'm big on exchange right like this concept of investing in something that's going to produce something out for me so like if i'm investing in something even if it is taxing It it needs to offer me something. So, like, if I'm investing time and energy into my business, it's because I believe on the other side of this investment that something's going to be produced for me, right? For my livelihood, for my children when I have them, for my family currently. Like, what I invest needs to have a product on the other side of it. So when I think about anxiety and I think about worry and I think about fear, I'm like, Liana, you make such a great investment in something that has absolutely no beneficial return on it for you. And so what can you do in this situation where you don't have control over what's going on around you but you do have control over how you engage it? Because how you engage it, the investment that you make You got to ask yourself, what kind of outcome do I want in my body? What kind of outcome do I want in my mind? What kind of outcome do I want in my heart? Y'all hear the motorcycles and the dogs, the people? Like, we're just out here. It's not a lot of us. It's like five people on here practicing social distancing. Um, but yeah, like, what, what do I want on the other side of my decision-making process. Is there a return on my investment? That becomes the question. Is there a return on my investment? And if not, what type of investment can I make that produces a better return? So for me, I'm thinking about, is there a better investment that I can make that could produce the type of return that I'm gonna be proud of, that I'm going to better enjoy. That is going to create a different experience for me. In the midst of everything that's going on. Cause I cannot control whether or not the movie theaters are open or not. I can't control whether or not the gym is open. I cannot control if my favorite restaurant is going to be open. I can't control if schools are closed. I can't control if I can't go here or go there. But what can I do with my time that I do have in my energy that I do have to produce a different result to shift the anxiety and the worry and the paranoia into something that can produce more favorable outcomes. That's how I'm processing. And that's how I'm encouraging you all to process right now. For example, you know, um, even some of us, you can't control whether or not you can literally pay your rent right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't control these things. Um but what you can control is, okay, your kids are home from school. If you're not used to eating meals with your family, now's the opportunity to say, you know what? I'm gonna spend more quality time with my family. You got some books you haven't finished reading, read those books, empower your mind. You got some at-home projects that you haven't, you started, but you haven't finished. You guys know how long it's been since I've been trying, to clean and straighten up my bedroom (laughs) like i'm always on the go doing this doing that starting one project not finishing it but like maybe it's just the opportunity to create a better environment space at home for myself so that when corona is over i've set myself up in a space to excel what are some games and things you can be doing with your family you know what i'm saying what are some projects that you could be working on that don't require you to go anywhere that you could use the internet you could just pull away time to actually um work on the vision a lot of us start the time that you're creating the vision but did you put together a strategy a plan to work on it but aside from that if you're gonna be at home and you have a bathtub when's the last time you'd slow down and actually took a bath versus a shower? like get you some aromatherapy stuff put them candles up put you some essential oils in your water and take a minute and Sah. like when's the last time you got to do that you know what i'm saying like there's help de-stress your body you know what i'm saying i got in the bath the other day like honestly y'all i ain't taking a bath in so long i'm not dirty i take a lot of showers But I've taken like two baths recently. That's huge for me. I'm actually gonna take one a day. Take a bath, light some candles, get some incense, take the time to go pray over your home. When's the last time you prayed over your home? When's the last time you walked through the rooms of your house and took your oil out and anointed every single aspect of your home? When's the last time you prayed for or with your kids? or with your friends. I'm supposed to go to dinner um, tonight. We'll actually have dinner with a friend tonight um, at her house. Um, she had a new kitchen and just, we haven't caught up in a while. And I'm like, I'm low on funds, but I like to cook for people I love. And I'm on Weight Watchers right now. So I'm like, listen, we can pull out my Weight Watchers cookbook. Let's pick a meal. I'll come over and cook it. And then she called me. But she texted me like, hey, are we still on for tonight? And honestly, um, I would have said yes, but because I stay at home with my mom and my mom is um, older, I'm just trying to limit my contact with people so that I don't bring anything home to her. But that doesn't mean like, and me first I was like, man, that sucks. And it started to create a sense of like, dang, this is really starting to like affect areas in my life. Like, I didn't want to. Then I stopped and I text her back. I said, because she was like, yeah, I'm experiencing paranoia, blah, blah. I was like, Liana, have a FaceTime meeting with your friend. I literally texted her. I said, like, listen, we can't meet up in person, but let's meet up on FaceTime. Let's have a FaceTime meal. I said, also, let's look through my cookbook over FaceTime and let's pick a meal that I'm going to cook when this is all over. Y'all don't hear me. I'm about to shout right now for myself. Y'all don't know, I'm a preacher. I'm a preacher first and foremost. I believe in the power of the word of God. I believe in faith. Not just the concept of faith, of where you position your faith. I believe in positioning our faith in God, in our relationship with God, and in and, 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 and the credibility of God, and the reliability of God. All that to say, God promises back at the flood that he will never destroy the earth again, like, like what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I just see that that wasn't just about the flood, but that was just like, kind of like a wiping out of the human race. I said, listen, to myself, I said, I said to her, let's pick a meal that I'm going to cook for you for when this is over. A part of repositioning the anxiety and the worry in this season is thinking about your future, planning for your future, not being so caught up in this moment that you have no vision for the future. I was like, heck no. I'm definitely gonna have dinner with my friend. I'm going to spend time encouraging her because she's one of the few people that I know that still has to go to work. And there's a pressure and anxiety on that. She works with the public. She works uh, in a space with homelessness and social services. And then just, they just have not given her the opportunity. To not work to work from home I don't even see how that would work for her working from home you know just remember like if you're in a position to work from home somebody else isn't you know what I'm saying having gratitude and the ability to to see beyond just what you're going through but to have a heart that reaches out to people that you might be in a more privileged position that they are in even in the midst of your fear even in the midst of your worry even in the midst of your anxiety yours might still come in a position of privilege that somebody else doesn't have And it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you're going through. Thank you. If you live in America right now in one way or another, you are in a privileged position. And I'm saying that as a black woman that does not always feel privileged in this country, as much as we're going through, there are still other nations and other countries that have it way worse than we do right now. Way worse than we do right now. They don't even necessarily have the level of medical care that we have right now. So I'm not saying minimize your own emotions or not pay attention to them. I'm saying what are ways that we don't have to be victims of our circumstances and that we can take back our power and say, you know what, I'm not fully in control of everything that's going on, but there are some things I can do. I can pray, I can meditate, I can do, I can walk outside and where there's not a lot of people at, you know what I'm saying? The uh, Beachbody, that company, they put out the opportunity for a limited time. You have free access to their at-home videos. like. What are some things that we actually have control over as I'm walking this hill right now? Like I have the activity of my limbs. My legs are working. My voice is working. I have a device where I can just press record and I'm able to to send out a message that is like inspiring to the masses. Like taking control over saying like, Liana, what type of podcast would you want to hear right now if you were on the other side of of the speaker? What would you want to hear people talk about? I want to hear somebody give me some tools to help equip my mind and my heart and my soul in this moment. Like, put your trust in the Lord. Like, read the Bible like you never had before. Go go to YouTube and put on some of your favorite sermons. Just, just pick some stuff. Like, Google scriptures on peace. Take them bad boys. Write them on index cards. Put them around your house. Say them in the morning. Say them in the noonday. Say them at night. Like, get this thing in you because it's not always about what you're going through it's about how you show up for what you're going through it does shift what the situation is like your disposition your mindset your body i'm telling you more of this life is less about the circumstance and it's more about our disposition in the circumstance now i'm not minimizing some traumatic and horrific circumstances because i'm not that person i do not believe that everything is about um how you handle it i think there are some really traumatic things that go on in life that should change and that we should be actively participants in changing those situations, right? Issues of justice and issues of of people's everyday lives and abuse and all kinds of things that are going on. So I'm not saying just submit to the circumstance and don't change what you can change. I'm saying when there's things going on, if you have no power over changing those circumstances. Are you committed to uh, controlling the one thing you can control, which is your disposition, your heart, your mindset as you approach that circumstance? That's my encouragement for today. And I, as long as we are going through this thing, I'm coming on every week with something to say because I care about our, while we are on the other side of this, I care about what Life is like for us when Corona is no longer here, meaning what we have been so um, uh, shackled to what was going on that when we're free, we don't even feel free. Let me say again how we so shackled to what is going on that when we are free from this, we won't live life as free. I'm saying I want to be free while I'm in it and I want to be free on the other side of it. And so freeing your mind is the first way that anyone is ever free because the shackles can be taken off and your mind still be still be in bondage. You ain't free. We're not free. So I'm saying let's get free. Let's get free together while we're going through this. Thank God for technology. FaceTime some of your friends. Get on group FaceTimes. Text messages. Pick up the phone and call somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Yeah, we physically cannot be in contact as much as we want to, but honestly in the world we live in, we haven't been doing too good at being social anyway. If we're honest, we're out here together but living very separate lives. You know I'm saying and maybe maybe we could be way more social now than we've ever been. Than we've ever been. And I'm not. And there's power in the human touch. Yeah. But there's also power in the human words. There's also power in the human smile. Which are things that we can offer each other. Without ever even physically touching each other. Those are things that we can do. While we are in a space where we can't touch. How can you touch someone's heart. Someone's soul. Someone's mind someone's life experience without touching their body until you can touch their bodies again. We are not each other's enemies. Let's not alienate anybody, even people who have corona. Let's not make them feel like they're aliens. You know, we're out here making jokes and memes and stuff about it. And I've, I've, I've participated and I'm not. I'm not saying I haven't, but I'm also am trying to be very mindful and conscious of what we're... What we're doing to people who have been impacted by it, that we're not, um, like I said, alienating and othering them um, and making people afraid to to be honest about whatever um, they may be feeling in their bodies or any of that sort. So. Like I said, I'm out here walking this hill. I'm glad I did this podcast right here because I just want to encourage us to to take the power back. You know, I'm all about, it's not about being fearless. It's about being courageous. And courage is the decision to move forward in the face of the things you're afraid of, in the face of fear. And also I want to give a shameless plug. Many of you guys know I have a a merchandise line um, with the message of courage on it. It's a definition. It says courage. It says the decision to move forward in the face of fear. It doesn't mean you're not, it doesn't mean you're fearless. It means when you're faced with fear, do you allow it to paralyze you? Do you allow it to be the, um, the fuel, the drive of your life? Or do you decide, nah, not me, not today, not this one, that I'm going to move forward in the face of it because fear is conquered with momentum. I am huge on that. That's my message. My website, I went on last night and I completely, listen, I completely discounted everything on there. I'm trying to get this product out to y'all, get it in the mail, send it to your homes. My website is mondaynevercomes.com. Once again, mondaynevercomes.com. Many of you know I wrote a book. The book is on discount. I have a devotional called 21 Days with Jesus. I think it's possibly a really great time for you to kind of enter a time of prayer and fasting during this time. And if you need a companion, 21 Days with Jesus is here to be that companion. Um, But yeah, let's get this thing. Let's get this thing, mondaynevercomes.com. I mean, everything is like 50% or more off on of my website right now, mondaynevercomes.com. Because remember, it's all about spreading the message of courage, giving people tools and resources to endure tough times. That's what I'm about. So mondaynevercomes.com. My, my product is Courage. The decision to move forward in the face of fear. And I also have two books that I've written. One is a devotional called 21 Days with Jesus. Another one is a book about my journey of overcoming obesity and deciding to move forward in the face of fear in my own life. And the, the principles I've learned in the midst of that. So go get that. Um, and y'all hit me up. Y'all want to talk. Y'all want to chat. My Facebook is Liana Sims. Liana, cite you Sims. Liana, S-A-I-D-A-H Sims. Um, Instagram, sharpenheriron.com. I mean, dot com. Ask Sharpen Her Iron. I'm just all over the internet. Email me. Listen, we in this together. All right. Check y'all out next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Sharpen Her Iron. Go ahead and like this, share it with a friend, and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women. If you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at TheQueenLiana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com.